Blog Talk Radio. Check out the blog. And again, this is not meant to offend 
those who um, have an issue with the adult industry. Believe it or not, a lot of the people that have promoted this pretty successfully are not exactly what you would call like big adult film fanatics. It's the business model. It's the amount of support. It's the product. Um, it's outstanding. And, again, I have gone on record many times as saying you couldn't pay me money to promote a network marketing opportunity. And um, all X Club Profits dot com I think is a completely different business model on many levels. Unfortunately, uh, that was only one of uh, many things I wanted to discuss. Uh, John Cornetta, excuse me, is um, one of these dudes that lives the dream for real. Um, filmmaker, entrepreneur, uh, very, very well respected in in terms of uh, civil liberties and a lot of other cool, cool stuff, and I'm really, really disappointed that Mother Nature, who has really been screwing around with the state of Florida lately, um, apparently has caused an issue where it appears that he's not going to be able to call in, and uh, that really sucks. However, we will try to make the best of it, and I will try to stall here a little bit. And, uh, Phil, I tried to hit the button. Please tell me I got you on the line. Hello. What's up there, girl? Sylvia Roth, the snow bunny from uh, Cold Ass Canada, my friend and partner. What's up there, girl? This sucks. What, what is, this is usually what happens to Vinny. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's going on with you? How, now, actually, it's been hot in Florida. What's up there in Cold Ass Canada? It's actually not Cold Ass Canada right now. It's actually pretty toasty and warm. Is that Other than that, that blizzard the other night that kind of swept in and disappeared the next morning. <laughs> Right, and you know, the funny thing about your weather up there, I'm telling you, I don't know, I mean, global warming, whatever the hell you want to call it, I mean, one day you're telling me you're out there sweating, and next day you're telling me you got a blizzard. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's Canada for you, too, and that's interesting because, as everybody knows, I froze my friggin' ass off in the state, the sunshine state, I might add, of Florida uh, for a good part of the winter. So, anyway, Sil, we were going to actually... Um, John, somebody we both got to know, this is a really cool dude. This is a guy I told him, um, I think in one of our um, earlier conversations, I said everything I have wanted to go out and do, he's done. You know, independent film, I've always wanted to do one. This dude goes out and puts together, um, I think that one was Lynch Mob, the Vampire Mafia movie. And what's so interesting about that is he funds it with his own money. And and actually gets it distributed in uh, theaters, and I believe I believe he actually got it into over 180 actual theaters, which is almost unheard of. I mean, you have to go back to Blair Witch Project before somebody actually got in the game and, and pulled that off. And of course, there'll be some smartass like Brian McLeod who'll say the only reason he did that is because his uh, name ends in a vowel. And if he didn't, uh, if they didn't play the movie, they wouldn't pick up the garbage. That's kind of an inside <laughs> mob joke there, so you probably didn't get that one. But no, anyway, I didn't. <laughs> it, I, I, I'm, and then on top of that, I mean, you know, I, people are aware that I have had involvement in the adult uh, film industry in the past. But once again, the guy kicks my ass in that area because he is uh, what is known in the industry as a real, you know, player with a, a heavyweight reputation among the industry. And it's funny because uh, a lot of the very same people I know, you know, are aware of John. That's kind of how I, I, I had hooked up with him. It's just like, 
you know, I was talking to Richie, and he said, hey, you know this dude, and he's got this going on, and then I'd check it out. And then the guy, the other interesting thing is, um, you know, I'm in the restaurant business. Naturally, this guy has owned eight or nine. I, I lost count. I've got links up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cornetta's, which is a very famous waterfront uh, restaurant up in uh, New York, it's still there. Um, also is one of these guys uh, that has always had the, well, I'll just say it, had the balls to take on City Hall. And there's always this cliche out there, you can't fight City Hall. And it's probably true. You either got to have big huevos or deep pockets. And um, John had a, a legitimate business called the Love Shack that was running down there. It's basically just an adult uh, retail novelty store and literally spent, I'm sure, what amounts to hundreds of thousands of dollars defending his right to run this business. I mean, this was not um, an issue where he was doing anything illegal. And, um, you know, it takes, like I said, uh, a lot of respect and admiration for this guy. And um, just the fact that he's so diversified in all the different ventures he's in. As you know, he's got a million different websites. And, John, if your power comes on, brother, I am stroking you like a $100 bill right here. You owe me for this one. Anyway, <laughs> you just got to do what you got to do. I was really looking forward to it. I know he promoted the show hard out there. God, I, was, I saw it over on his Facebook and some other places. Dude's got like 200 websites. Um, and by the way, Phil, check out for me, because I want to do this. I want to do this for, like, Vegas fans. Um, mobactor.com. That's M-O-B-A-C-T-O-R.com. When you go to John's site, like I said, dude also has got a Screen Actor Guild card. I didn't even realize dude's been in that many movies. Um, like I said, Oh, he yeah, takes- he's on imbd.com if anyone wants to look up his movie profile. And the, and the thing about it is, you know, the only movies Vinny's ever been in are those ones that we can't really talk about. So <laughs> this dude, we're talking real movies here, peeps. And uh, the the cool thing about it is uh, that's one of the things I really wanted to get in. I didn't want to turn this into just a big infomercial for all X Club. Um, I really wanted to get into the fact that I love the fact that it seems like whatever hobby this, uh, you know, guy has or passion in his life, he's able to go out and make it happen. And, you know, one of the ways you do that is you got some money. And I wanted to really delve into that, you know. I mean, again, a lot of people want to make an indie film. And I hate to break it to you, a so-called low-budget independent film, if you knew what low-budget was, um, it's more than you think. Uh, We're not talking about a few thousand dollars here. I mean, low-budget, basically, I mean, a million dollars doesn't buy you much anymore, people. Uh, so the fact that he actually goes out, he's able to produce his own stuff, not only that, but get the distribution into actual, you know, brick-and-mortar movie theaters for Lynch Mob uh, is, is remarkable. And then, you know, I, I just, just a fascinating guy, a stand-up guy. Um, it's, it's real, real easy to live your life politically correct, Roffers, as you know, and it, it – you know, to take the easy way out, and there's a lot of things John probably looks back on and said, well, if I had done this, it might have been easier. But, you know, that's called being true to yourself, and that's what I really respect about this guy. And, again, there's a lot more there than just, you know, uh, the various enterprises. There's a mindset behind that because, like I said, everything this dude does are goals I've set for myself. The difference is he goes out 
and does them on a massive scale. And it's, it, it really is impressive. And uh, fortunately, um, unless the lights went out in Georgia permanently, you and I will get a chance to go out and have dinner with John, hopefully uh, later this month. Yeah. And I have not been to Atlanta. Actually, I've been through there, but I mean, I haven't spent any serious time there. And I know you, Miss Snow Bunny, other than Florida, which you and your mom have both now been down to Vinnyland, you haven't uh, been. You haven't been anywhere else other than like, I mean, maybe Orlando, right? I mean, but you haven't other than Minneapolis. Well, I've been to. We're talking way back in the cadet days. I was. I went to um, Seattle and Montana, but. That was just uh, we don't call through. those states here, sweetheart. Those are like uh, what do we call Montana? The place where women wear high heels and socks. <laughs> uh, we call them territories. I'm just joking. Not really, actually. No, I'm not. <laughs> that there's another state that they should make into a parking lot. Actually, Montana's beautiful. There's some you know trout fishing and. Yeah. I don't work for the Chamber of Commerce. You know, Vinny keeps it real. I mean, you know, Montana's a place you, you know, would like to see in your rearview mirror most of the time. It's cold. It's uh, it, it's actually a lot like Canada, so <laughs> if you want to know the truth. Anyway. Oh, it's pretty close to us. So. It is. Well, what I mean, you and I got a lot of stuff going on. Barter, let's talk about, well, let's just – you know, here's a page I did take out of John Cornetta's book. When when people start screwing with uh, your livelihood or they start interfering in your ability to do business, um, a lot of people get scared when they see, you know, cease and desist letters and attorney <laughs> threats and this and this. And, you know, Vinny, don't. And I know I probably got some people on here who are members of Barter Arbitrage, which is the, you know, I, I'm very, I'll be honest with you, as I've said many times, there's not a lot I'm proud of in my life that I look back on. You know, having Jim Straw promote, it's one of them. Um, friendship with you has definitely been um, uh, one of the highlights of my life. Boy, that was a nice thing to say. Well, you owe me for that one, Roffers. It's true, <laughs> though, you know. Um, and Barter Arbitrage is a course on a billion-dollar industry that basically is changing the way this industry works, and we're talking two people, one stuck up in Canada, one down here. Um, we have literally changed the way barter is perceived. Um, we have um, done something that nobody has ever accomplished. We have gone after a market that this industry, with all their billions of dollars, has ignored because they didn't think these people were worthy, and uh, that is something they I'm proud about. The potential. Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, you and I, for the last two weeks, have had to deal with a lot of really bad politics in the sense that, um, you know, we did something that this industry has never seen before. Um, they basically, for those of you who don't understand organized trade, barter brokers are like stockbrokers. They have to get clients in order to make a living, and they do it the old-fashioned way. They cold call. They pound the pavement. Sylvia and I come into the game and produce 83 clients in a matter of about six days, which at the time, and still is, an all-time North American record. And uh, rather than, you know, maybe being supportive, what ends up happening sometimes in life is you get uh, certain individuals that have ego problems and, and become jealous, and there is a certain individual who I'll allow to rename nameless, uh, who basically decided to loot our hard work, take credit for it, and then uh, wanted to basically prevent you from making a living. 
And uh, Vinny said, that ain't happening. Um, you can threaten this and that, but in the final act, you are wrong. And um, I'm hoping that that issue's cleared up for our students because um, it's definitely sucked a lot of energy out of me. I don't know about yeah. you. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> for I, sure, for sure yeah. is one way of describing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll so anyway, so any barter arbitrage <laughs> students out there, I mean, believe me, I feel your pain as much <laughs> as you do because, um, you know, there's a lot of issues here that just aren't right. And, you know, rather than bitching and moaning about it, um, we're attempting to uh, move forward. And like I said, you know, to these people in these corporations that think they can bully me or a mother or five children, uh, you're taking on the wrong guy. I don't play that. Um, as I as I not only told this guy, but I actually had the balls to print it right on the blog, I said, um, you know, we got lawyers too. You're in the wrong. You keep screwing with Vegas Vance. I'm going to make you famous, and it's not going to be in a way that's, uh, you know, going to do much for your already very poor reputation. I'll leave it at that. Anyway, Roffers, since we were going to get on the subject of this um, allxclubprofits.com, I actually, and I'm not trying to embarrass you or anything, but I heard a little rumor on, I don't know if it was, I don't know which one of the blogs or somewhere you can uh, fill me in. I don't think it was the Warrior Forum. Maybe it was that. And by the way, Sylvia Roth is not involved in the adult film industry. However, apparently, <laughs> yes, Sylvia Roth has the hold on has the misfortune of being a very attractive. I'm going to try to be professional here. Very attractive, <laughs> intelligent female marketer. So, in other words, that's my way of saying Sylvia Roth's pretty hot. And she's pretty smart, and uh, apparently you have quite a few followers out there that are not just interested in buying, you know, Twitter courses products? on Twitter. <laughs> Go ahead. Now that I've got you probably just shaking in your boots saying, what are you talking about, Benny? Go ahead. It's all right. I mean, that's why I'm saying we, uh, we keep it real on the show. I know there's certain search terms that have been put out there. Well, I'll leave the search terms alone but <laughs> <laughs> well, now you think, there are there, let's just put it like this you have a lot of, of, of fans that for some reason um, are under the impression maybe that you're in another business I think yes more in the adult business given that the number one um, search key term on my own website tends oh to good see. god now I know you're probably and by the way Vegas Fence has nothing to do with that I really don't <laughs> And that is actually interesting, because usually when I used to search your name, I got some dead author named, uh, what was her name, Sylvia Wolf with a yes, W? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, I also heard a little rumor that one of these peeps or whatever have come to you or, or a company, and I'm not going to get into the details because I don't know them and I'm not going to hold you to it. There's a talk that there is a um, calendar of some sorts coming out. Yes. Tastefully done of some kind, tastefully, or of course, tastefully. Come on, I'm a mother of five. It's, there's nothing yeah, but, but you know, tasteful. yeah, but you know Vegas Vince, and I'm about as tasteful as a uh, <laughs> vat of spoiled molasses. So, uh, yeah. are you gonna are you gonna kind of fill Vinny in a little bit on this, or are you gonna what is it's a calendar like what kind of calendar? I mean, are we talking about with dates and months, or I mean, 
Hook well, me up yeah, to. calendars have dates and months, but it also will have numerous monthly photos of me. Nude monthly photos? I did you? not say nude. I said oh. numerous. Oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> listen to me. I, you know, Vinny, Vinny loves you a lot, and I want to make sure that somebody's not taking advantage of you, so I'd kind of like to get first count on the money on this project just to make sure it's all in the up and up. So, no, actually, I'll tell you what. If that's, I really actually thought that was a rumor. So if that's actually the truth, and you're going to do a calendar, I would expect Vinny gets at least the first autograph copy. <laughs> I we will go back a long way, Rothers. <laughs> you and me go back from way back in the day. Now, don't, don't just because now all of a sudden, you know, you're getting a little fame out there. Don't don't forget the little people out well, there. Well, no, now. first copy would have to remain mine, just like first copy of both I'm my books. The first bar, I'm talking the first friggin' calendar that comes out. I, obviously, the first you're going to mm. keep one. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Don't start doing the dumb suppose, blonde on me now. You, you ain't blonde. I suppose Vinny can have number two. Okay, yeah. I suppose Vinny, Vinny <laughs> might take all the calendars if he wants to. No, I think that's, that's very cool. And like I said, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, there's nothing wrong with uh, being an attractive, intelligent chick. I'm not sure where in society we lost uh, the ability to be both um you know you've got the dumb blonde cliche the what typically what is referred to as the barbie doll with the head cut off and then we got the the chick who has to be a bookworm looking like a librarian type chick who's smart and and that that's to me you know because you're going to get some people i guarantee you're going to get some heat over there so there's going to be women too you know she's this or that and my point is well let's put it this way if it helps me get into a new home too bad exactly Exactly, and Too that's bad. my point. The, I think my big point is, is that some of the biggest critics of this are actually are females. When in fact, they should realize that there is nothing wrong with being who you are. If you're whatever that is, and if you just so happen to have the whole package where you're considered attractive and smart, you know, you know, hate, don't hate, don't don't hate the messenger. I guess is what I'm trying <laughs> to say, and. Um, I mean, I, I think it's. Uh, I, I think it's. To me, it's an attractive quality. I mean, as I've grown older, I realize that, you know, the cliche dumb chick with the perfect body looks good for about five minutes until she starts talking about Britney Spears <laughs> and what color friggin' nail nail polish she's wearing. So she opens then, her mouth essentially. Yeah. Or you get some real uptight, bookwormy chick that goes home to eight cats and a crossword puzzle, and she's not my idea of a real good date either. So I think well, I have five not, cats, but no. yeah, but good God, <laughs> Sophie's uh, Sophie's getting fatter and fatter, and I swear to God, um, the dishwasher uh, told me he said you got to check out Sophie that she might that might I'm now I'm actually getting worried about the cat because. Um, she doesn't eat much, but the belly, but it's it's like it's loose. It's like she looks pregnant, but she's obviously not. So, it's the age. who the hell knows? You know, you know, Vinny gonna be sad. You know, I, you know, no, I wouldn't tell these people. But I mean, you know, if something ever happened to Sophie, you know, I'd, you'd be calling, oh, yeah. I'd be calling you up, giving you the. I mean, I'd be Vinny would lose it because <laughs> uh, after seven years 
uh, the cat has lasted longer than any girlfriend I've had. <laughs> so <laughs> that's sad when you think about it. The cat's loyal. <laughs> Every morning I wake up, she's at the you know the foot of the bed meowing to feed me, and uh, I look around and you know. Like uh, my grandma used to say, why don't you settle down with a nice girl? And I say, I do, about every weekend. And then I come home to you, Grandma, and spend time with you, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's what she had in mind. But uh, oh, What else is going on with you, Roffers? Uh, what projects? I mean, obviously, we've got we, – I, I know um, the one I'm excited about, obviously, is first we were we got to <laughs> resolve the barter arbitrage issue with the broker switch. And thank God we got some good, <laughs> very patient students. Yeah. Um, the training program is going to change the industry. I won't get into all that, but that's something uh, that you, me, and uh, Brian McLeod are working on. I wonder where McLeod is, by the way. I haven't talked to him in a few days. Uh, well, he jumped like, into my post on the Warrior Forum and posted a really nice one. <laughs> yeah, of course he did. Yeah. See, anything he can do. And by the way, he ripped off my friggin' line again. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what line he ripped off. He said, I want everybody to know Sylvia Roth bust her ass to help people. <laughs> I've been telling you about busting asses and using that cliche for a year and a half, and uh, there's another one. In fact, I'm going, to, I'm going to call copyright infringement on that, too. Get your own lines, McLeod. No. McLeod, Brian McLeod at loudmac.com, for those of you who don't know, if you want a copywriter that really does kick ass and gets it, I'm, I'm talking about a copywriter. That, his ass for <laughs> Yeah, he does bust his ass. But, yeah, I didn't, um, like I said, I own the common law trademark to the Telly Savalas line, Who Loves You, Baby. <laughs> I own um, a couple other ones. <laughs> and um, when he put that uh, Sylvia Roth buster ass to help people, I was, um, I was just reminded about how nothing's sacred, nothing is precious anymore. <laughs> uh all the hard work that went into creating that line, that brand, he took from me, and I, I just don't like it. Um, I could say something else about your ass, but I won't. Anyway, well, I, I remember on the first time you walked in the door, I had to be very professional. I'm on the show, and, of course, all the warriors are freaking out. For those of you who don't know, I met Sylvia Roth on the Warrior Forum. She came down here. We were doing some business, and unfortunately, problem was when she walked through the door i said oh man this is going to be tough because the chick had to be hot because you know a lot of times in those avatars people don't look like their avatar do they no. you meet them and uh you unfortunately did and i was kind of <laughs> distracting but uh we got over it yes see sylvia's over here just grinding on her teeth right now saying please call in john cornetta check the switchboard here and uh there is a song, The Lights Went Out in Georgia, and apparently they have, or at least in his house, which is another one of those houses so big he probably got lost in it trying to find the phone. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a nice problem? Maybe you know, so I'd love to have that problem. <laughs> let's talk about your house real quick before we wrap up here, because uh, I can only try and attempt to be funny with absolutely no material to work with for so long. Um you are living in a house that, um, for lack of a better word, is one that we've described as invaded by mutant mushrooms. <laughs> yes. And why don't you just it's real not quickly? Funny. It's not and by funny, the way, 
we're joking to an extent, but it's really not a joke because you really do have to get the hell out of there because it is a major health hazard. After the hurricanes, I know, hit Florida here. This is what pisses me off about Canada, and I know you guys got the health care and everything else. If you were in the United States in that house right now, that, that issue would not be allowed to happen, what's happening to you, which is basically if you report this landlord, um, you would be told you'd have to move, because obviously they would say it's a health hazard. It yeah. is. You got five kids. You'd have to move, I'm guessing, at your cost. Um, this is an issue, really, where Sylvia Roth has a landlord that um, had a handyman that came in to try to fix a certain issue with a roll of friggin' duct tape and uh, three-year-old bourbon on his breath. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Tell him about the mushrooms, baby doll. I, we got, I, I'm trying to live the dream oh, here. Oh, let's see. I'm dying here. I'll, I'll add the post to... To my blog, so people can actually understand what I'm talking about fully. So More after the mushrooms, just after let them the know show, that we're not give talking me talking about the kind you grow. Uh, no, not not the bag. kind that <laughs> make you high or whatever. <laughs> right, they're not the kind they make you see pink flamingos. We're talking about the dangerous kind that, uh, through like water damage. Uh, Sewage uh, pipes exploding. Well, and the fact is, your pipes weren't that old. They were only, um, let's see, about 60 years old from what we gather. Yeah. Um, Essentially, I had a sewage pipe leak. I had a bathroom sink leak. And (laughs) that's putting it lightly. I literally, for lack of a better way to put it, had shit all over my uh, basement. (laughs) Phil, I got to be honest with you. You and I were having an argument about some business issue that day or the night before, and I was pretty mean and nasty to you. The next day, I get an email from you, and I don't know if there's any mothers out there or even any fathers that I, I – this Brian McLeod and I, I've never seen two dudes feel more sorry for a chick than you. Sylvia writes me an email that says, Dear Vincey, thanks for being such an asshole or something like that last night. Uh, that was, you know, and it goes on to say, here's how my day's starting. I have five kids. I've just done about 500 pounds of laundry, folded, cleaned, put it down, and the sewage pipe breaks all over. And I told Brian that, and he said, oh, my God, he said, I remember as a little kid that happening to us. And I think it was on a day of a funeral or something. And... Uh, that had got to have been um, – where do you rank that particular day? So you got, you got five kids, and we all know that, you know, you got to – I'm guessing you got to shit a load of laundry you got to do. Oh, yeah. Every, every week or day. Yes. <laughs> did you want to cry, Rob, or did you cry? Go ahead. You oh, I you. did cry. There was <laughs> no cried. word of a lie. There was shit all <laughs> over my basement. Me and we had to rip out the tiles. The, it was so nice for the sewage pipe to burst over my furnace, uh, so we had to pr- pull out furnace filters and turn off the furnace because yeah. I didn't want the smell of shit going all through the house. <laughs> you literally were covered in shit, and, um, uh, the, the, and, and what's yeah. worse is... Here's what really, this is where, because I know there's people out there saying, well, why don't you just move and this and this and the landlord. It doesn't work that way in Canada. And I'm not, you know, I poke fun at Canada. I got a lot of members in Canada. It's, well, 
the French Canadians. If my friend Patrick's out there, he's in West Palm. I hope you're listening, brother. He told me he told me a lot about. It. He is. I think he's actually probably the most historical student I got. I mean, I spoke like six hours to him the other day on the phone. This guy. He said, what do you think of French Canadians, Vinny, when they come into the restaurant? I say, the first thing I think is I'm slapping a 30% gratuity on their friggin' bill or they'll walk out and stiff my waitress. And he laughed. And uh, he is Canadian. So people know I love Canada. But uh, one of the things that bothers me about this house that's got mushrooms and mold and everything else now growing in it is you pay more money a month than we pay the mortgage on this building. And you've seen my building. It is a hell of a lot bigger piece of property than your place. Oh, definitely. Mine is actually a side-by-side duplex. You know, tell them, because this, I think McLeod or somebody said there's no way. What is the square footage of this little shoebox you live in for $2,200 or $2,300 a month? 1,000 square feet. Good, sweet, screaming Jesus. I don't know what else to say. Now, when I first told him that, he thought she had made a misprint. And this was right around the time that him and I were actually, we were, I'll admit it, we were openly sobbing when we read your story. I said, are you okay, Brian? He said, I can't stop crying. I'm thinking about the laundry. <laughs> and then the busted pipe. And then how about the time, you know, just to add to it, the coldest friggin' day in um, Calgary, and uh, you wake up and you hear a big rattling boom, and it's the <laughs> furnace going out. Yes. That was a little unpleasant. Doesn't rank with the day of the shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, I have run out of material because, as I've told you from day one, you cannot be funnier than me. And I'm not sure if that was funnier or more (laughs) tragic than what's happened to me here. But um, anyway, guys, um, allxclubprofits.com. Check it out. Check out John's links. I mean, I was really looking forward to this, and I know he was too. And, uh, you know, usually it's Vinny that is – fighting technology, but once again, Mr. C, if you're out there, I did my best here <laughs> with what I had to work with, but uh, hey, it's always it's always cool to talk to you, Roppers, and yes. besides barterarbitrage.com, which, um, like I said, literally has changed an entire billion-dollar industry, that's something I wanted to mention to you too, Roppers, because I don't know if I have. I'm proud of you, proud of myself on that. We really have accomplished something. Uh, oh, definitely. Really have. And, and the training program for the brokers um, is going to uh, change the way this whole industry does business. Um, anything else you're working on? You're, you're getting really into the social media stuff a little more. Yeah, Again, I know. Um, I now work with examiner.com as their Twitter writer for Calgary. Now, so, see, I didn't even know that. I saw that, and that kind of pisses me off because you didn't tell me that. I did tell you that. No, actually, I read about it on your Facebook because one of your friends, who's one of my friends, said, that's very cool, you write for the examiner. And this is what bothers me. This is the this one is I told you about that I write here. for, and I write a, an article a day on Twitter, and I'm using leverage and posting those articles to easy and articles com as well, and then those direct back to my business of Twitter.com site. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell you 
No, no, Vinny's a little bitter right now because I'm tired of finding out things about, like, the sex calendar and the Twitter. and the <laughs> No one cal- said it was a sex calendar. Well, I heard that these photos were tastefully graphic. They're not graphic. Okay, well, I don't know. And I just want to, it just, it, it hurts my heart. <laughs> it really does. Because I still think of you as pure and innocent, even though you have 27 kids and live in a friggin' coal-ass shoe in Canada. What do you think about that, Roppers? (laughs) Boy, we are really really recycling some old material. Well, if anyone wants to check out more about me, they can can check out my blog at, not photos, well, there are photos of me on there, but not the type of photos you're talking about. You need to get a picture up on that sales page we're working on. Yes. I want a nice, pretty photo. I like the one where you had red hair and the raspberry beret. Yeah, yeah, I know you like that. Um, it's all about you, baby. It's not saying? about me. Oh, sylviarolf.com, and I'll add a link to my whole little mushroom story so everyone can see it there. Well, but... then email that to me, and I'm going to put it up on Cornetta's blog I've got up here since <laughs> he's sitting in the friggin' dark rubbing sticks together in a $4 million house. My heart bleeds <laughs> for you, Cornetta, if you're out there. Dude's sitting out there with cars and everything else. I don't oh, even by own the way, him and I do have one other thing in common. We have both failed friggin' miserably with the chicks in <laughs> terms of uh, keeping one around for more than, like, I don't know, a month. So, what do you do? Sylvia, spell it for me, girl. S-Y-L-V-I-A-R-O-L-F-E dot com. Okay, now, for those of you who don't speak Canadian, I'll spell it for you in English. (laughs) It's sylviaroth.com. That's S-Y-L-V-I-A-R-O-L-F-E. Because you got that yah and yay accent thing going there. You'll have them <laughs> redirected to some site on uh, God knows what. Oh, Bumblebee's what. Bumble? <laughs> yeah, why Bumblebee's Bumble and Hummingbird's Hum. Well, anyway, Phil, I think considering the fact that, um, and Danny Nix, if you're out there, I am sorry, sweetie. I called her right. And Danny actually has got a very cool civilian job. She is a... Um, Fairly well-established, well-known adult film actress, and she's actually got an established, uh, what we call um, in the industry as a civilian job, and she was very much looking forward to uh, talking to John Cornetta. Well, you blew that one too, brother. I had the hottie hooked up for you. Hey, I was willing to talk to him too. Well, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, know. that's true. Well, you know what? Of course, so you're basically saying the only reason you called in wasn't to talk to me, it was to talk to him? No, I did not say that. Oh, I will. I am going to find the mute button. Anyway, you know Vinny loves you. you, you, you Sylvia, Sylvia, believe it or not, she likes Vinny a little bit. She just don't like to admit it because it, you know, ruins that good girl image she has. But when I heard about the calendar, um, how much are you going to sell the calendar for? I don't know. I don't know. I we'll see how many... think there's more to the story here. I am going to uncover. <laughs> I hear these photos are very, again, the term I heard was tasteful yet graphic. Now, I don't know what that means. I don't know either, kids. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I just want to make sure. Just If there's any trickle-down money, throw, some, throw a dog a bone, girl. <laughs> 
Anyway, I will see you. We we will uh, uh, knock on wood. There's a cliche you can put down in your book, Rob. Knock on wood. We'll be down in Atlanta, and um, hopefully John Cornette is still. Um, you know, hopefully he's got power then. Yes. Um, otherwise, I'll be walking through his friggin' house trying to loot the memorabilia room with a big lighter. <laughs> what can you do? But you'll lose that. <laughs> what can you do? Roffers, Vinny loves you. You know that. And um, we did the best we could, you know. Yeah, we tried Legend to buy you time, John. <laughs> <laughs> John Cornetta had you hooked up with He's on the rebound. Dude just got divorced. I, I got know. I congratulated him on his divorce. I know you did. Dude, I got him. Dude is on the rebound. I got him hooked up with Danny Nix. I got it all put together. The world is is listening. And the dude who's got a house that you could put three football fields in, and I know he paid his power bill. So, you know, brother, um, well, I guess I'll just have to, uh, I'll just call Danny back and I'll just fill in for you. Your loss, my gain. I don't know what else to do. What do you think I should do, Phil? Give him another chance or what? I don't know. <laughs> I think him and Danny will get along, don't you? I don't know. I've met Danny. I haven't met him yet. Yeah, but I, if I say, but all I have to say is the guy's a good guy, then you just nod your head and say, yes, he must be then, Vinny. Yes, he must be then. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Roppers. All right. Well, we did the best we can. Sil, I hope um, we may very well be uh, may very well be doing some rewrites uh, for us on that other project tonight because it looks like I'm going to have the time. <laughs> but uh, shoot me off an email if you're still speaking to me after this show. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we did the best we could. Yeah. Everybody out there, I apologize on behalf of myself, and I guarantee you uh, if uh, John was around, he would too. He intended to be here and um, promoted the show and unfortunately um, found out uh, that it wasn't going to happen because I actually talked to somebody else that's located uh, within about 30 miles of him, and she doesn't have any sort of power whatsoever. So... I don't know what's going on um, in Georgia right now, but I hope everything's cool. And uh, thank you, Sylvia Roth, sylviaroth.com, for calendars and Twitter and all things graphic and tasteful. <laughs> and as always, this is Vegas Vince, sales and marketing behind the eight ball. May you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. And as always, remain forever young, everybody. Peace. Good night. God bless. <laughs>